This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. This is the Bonfire On Demand on the Blaze Radio Network. Here's your host, Andrew Herzog. I found this just fascinating article on New York Times the other day. And I guess I shared it um, maybe a couple weeks ago on the Bonfire Facebook page. One minute of all-out exercise may have benefits of 45 minutes of moderate exertion. Obviously, I saw that and I said, uh, I'm going to click on that. So... Let's see here what Gretchen, I was about to say Carlson, what Gretchen Reynolds has to say here. She says, one minute of arduous exercise was comparable in its physiological effects to 45 minutes of gentler sweating. Hmm, okay. She says, I've been writing for some time about the potential benefits of high-intensity interval training, a type of workout that consists of an extremely draining but brief burst of exercise, essentially a sprint, followed by light exercise such as jogging or resting, then another sprint, more rest, and so on. Okay. Athletes rely on intervals to improve their speed and power, but generally as part of a broader weekly training program that also includes prolonged, less intense workouts such as long runs. And she goes on to say that there have been all these studies over the years, and no one's been able to really, you know, kind of answer these questions of, well, is this interval training really good? Is it comparable to your typical workout where everyone's expecting, oh, you have to go to the gym, you got to be there for 30 minutes, 45 or an hour, and you have to have moderate stress or usually some pretty intense stress, you know, the whole time. And that's how you really train and get better and make your body grow and improve. She says, there haven't been any studies yet that have really definitively narrowed anything down. So she says, well, there were some scientists at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, who conducted all this kind of training, you know, using control groups and everything. And here is what she says. They began by recruiting 25 out-of-shape young men and measuring their current aerobic fitness and as a marker of general wealth, their body's ability to use insulin properly to regulate blood sugar levels. They also biopsied the man's muscles to examine how well their muscles functioned at a cellular level. Okay? So, they had people who uh, didn't change their routine. They had the people who then did the uh, interval training. And she says here... Here's what they did. The volunteers warmed up for two minutes on stationary bicycles, then pedaled as hard as possible for 20 seconds, rode at a very slow pace for two minutes, sprinted all out, sprinted all out again for 20 seconds, recovered with slow riding for another two minutes, pedaled all out again for another 20 seconds, then cooled down for three minutes. The entire workout lasted 10 minutes, with only one minute of that time being strenuous. Yes. 20 seconds, take a break. 20 seconds, take a break. 20 seconds, take a break. You're done. There's your workout. Yep. (laughs) These dudes had a 10-minute workout, and only 60 seconds of it was pedaling as hard as they could. Okay, that's that's just a bike, but, you know, let's go with the study here and see what they found. And the second group was, you know, the typical endurance workout routine where they did a moderate pace on a stationary bicycle for 45 minutes with a two-minute warm-up and a three-minute cool-down. Okay, so the only thing that has changed between the second group and the third group is 
you know, the uh, the actual exercise. They both had a two-minute warm-up, and they both had a three-minute cool-down, you know, when they were done with the set. Group two rode for 45 minutes at a moderate pace. Group three just, you know, pedaled as hard as they could for 20 seconds, and then cooled down for two minutes, rode really hard for 20 seconds, cooled down for two minutes, and rode one more time really hard, 20 seconds, and then cooled down for three, you're done. So... What did they find? Something pretty <laughs> pretty insane. They did this for 12 weeks, and that's apparently the longest amount of time that they've spent on a study. So they did it with uh, over 25 different men, randomly selected them, um, all out of shape, and they did it for 12 weeks. So it seems like it could be a pretty good study, pretty trustworthy. By the end of the study, published in PLOS One, whatever the hell that is, the endurance group had ridden for 27 hours, while the interval group had ridden for 6 hours. With only 36 minutes, 36 minutes at that time being strenuous. Wow. 30 minutes of strenuous exercise. Okay, what did they find? They retested the men's aerobic fitness, muscles, blood sugar control. They found that the exercisers showed virtually identical gains, whether they had completed the long endurance workouts of 27 hours or the short, grueling intervals of only six. In both groups, endurance had increased by nearly 20%. Insulin resistance, likewise, had improved significantly. And there were significant increases in the number and function of certain microscopic structures in the men's muscles that are related to energy production and oxygen consumption. Okay. So, all around, healthy results. They grew. They got better. They could breathe more easily. All that good stuff. There were no changes in health or fitness evident in the control group. Okay. They were the ones who, you know, continued doing their own thing. The upshot of these results, she says is that three months of concerted endurance or interval exercise can notably and almost identically improve someone's fitness and health. Neither approach to exercise was, however, superior to the other, except that one was shorter. Much, much shorter. So she asks, is that reason enough for people who currently exercise moderately or not at all to begin interval training as their only workout? Quote-unquote, it depends on who you are and why you exercise said Martin Gibala, or Gibala, a professor of kinesiology at McMaster University who oversaw the study. All right. Gretchen, what are you telling us? She is telling us that someone like me, who used to have time and used to enjoy working out, is now just absolutely too exhausted at the end of the day to go to the gym. But this bad boy, this study, this article from the New York Times tells me I can get in the car, drive to the gym, get on a stationary bike, for example, warm up for two minutes, pedal really hard for a total of 60 seconds, you know, with some brakes interlaced, and then have a three-minute cool down, boom, workout is done, finito for the day. If I do that for three months, I would have made, you know, more than likely, the same results, the same improvements as some other schmuck who goes to the gym. Warms up for two minutes, pedals for 45, and then cools down for three. So there you have a 10-minute workout versus uh, an hour workout. I don't have an hour in my evenings. I don't have the energy to keep going for 45 minutes at a moderate pace. Hell, I don't even have the energy to do 45 minutes of an easy pace. Going slowly. When I'm done, I'm mentally dead at the end of the day. So, you know, sometimes if I'm bursting with energy, that's why it's good to go to the gym. You can burn it all off. 
Frequently, though, I have no energy. But if someone were to come to me and say, Andrew, look, just go to the gym tonight for 10 minutes and do these. Get on the bike. I think that can apply really to any other, any other exercise. Why don't you just go over to the weights and... I mean, it's not really a good idea to try to, you know, curl, pump the iron, bench press as quickly as you can. I don't think you're really going to get a lot of results out of that. What's more important there is control of the free weights, you know. But the idea of a a two-minute warm-up, kind of warm-up, and then push yourself really hard. So I guess for dead weights, hey, maybe you could just uh, try to lift as much as you possibly can for 20 seconds. See how far you can get. See how many reps you can do. Then you cool down with some lighter weights and you're like okay i can do this oh this is easy this is good and then boost it up really high and try to pack on all the weight again and say all right how far can i go and then ease off a little bit again and throw it right back on and then cool down who knows this idea though of interval training of saying hey look you only need to be in the gym for a fraction of the time so this applies to everybody who says hey i just don't have time i just don't have the energy well now shoot you just need 10 minutes of energy even i could do that And I'm actually really tempted now to go to the gym and test it out. I want to see if I have the energy for that. You know, I don't know if I can measure three months what kind of a difference it's made, but I'd feel better. You know, you always feel better after the gym. You think, oh, that was good. I'm glad I went. The hardest part is getting in the car and driving there and taking that first step. If the first step I know is only a 10-minute workout, I can do that. I think we can all do that. So thank you, Gretchen Reynolds from New York Times in your op-ed here, for telling us about this great study that says we can get the same results at a fraction of the time. And in today's world, time is money. But here on Bonfire, time is time. And you use it for fun, you use it for sleep, and you use it for experiences, okay? It's not about saving money. It's about saving time so you can do other things with your life. Life is short. And you shouldn't be a gym rat. I see people who are in the gym, and they're absolutely ripped. And I think, okay, what do you do with your life? You have your day job, and then you're probably here, and that's it. And then in between, you're stuffing your face, taking loads of protein. Some of them are probably t- taking steroids, and then hopefully you're getting good nights of sleep. I'm assuming you are because your body is recovering and you're still growing. Okay. Not everybody wants that kind of life. I don't think anybody should have that kind of life. There's more to life than you just blowing yourself up at the gym. Because let me tell you. In a second, it could be over. You could be dead, and literally that's all gone. Wasted. Forever. Done. Whereas if you do more productive things with your time, you spend time with people, you'll have great memories. And you'll die a happy person. You'd say, hey, if I die today, shoot. Okay. I'm okay with that because I've led a great life. I've helped a lot of people. I've seen many things. I've experienced it all. Versus the idiot who says, yeah, um, I've been to the gym. That's where I've been. You know, I I can bench 5,000 pounds. Shut up, John. Don't go to the gym because you feel you have to work out there for an hour. Do what Gretchen here says. Do those intervals. See if you can whip out a 10-minute exercise and see what kind of results you get. I say, go for it. This is The Bonfire on the Blaze Radio Network. 
The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. 